Hello everybody, welcome back to Roaring Twenties, and if you're new here, because sometimes I forget that I might actually have new viewers, uh, my name's Jenny, this is Roaring Twenties, where I talk about anything and everything, mostly things that people in their 20s can relate to. Today's topic, especially for that, so before we jump into that though, um, I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a really, really long time, and I want to give a little life update. Because you guys might not care, but <laughs> I'm doing this mainly for me because I love my podcast. It serves as like a verbal diary. So like 10 years down the road, I can just listen back to my recordings. Um, so this, every time I do a little life update about what's going on, that's more for me than you guys. But if you want to skip, I don't really care. But anyways, life update. So uh, March has been such a good month. However, I did get sick again. I think I got sick like twice within 30 days, which is so, so rare for me because I rarely get sick. But, you know, with COVID and people stop wearing masks again, so all these old viruses are circulating in the air. Um, it wasn't like as bad as the first time where you could hear it in my voice, but like I had a really bad cough and it's still kind of stubborn. I still kind of have a little bit, so I'll try not to hack during this podcast recording. But aside from getting sick, March has been a really great month. I've been trying to hang out with my friends as much as I can before graduating. And it's just been such a full month. Like, if I had to describe it in one word, it would be full. Because I've been thriving. You know, school's been doing good. It hasn't been too hectic, thankfully. And again, I've just been doing a lot of cool stuff. A few weeks ago, I went to a gala with my friend Catherine. And it was so fun because I got to dress up. I don't get many opportunities to do that so of course I went all out got a new dress got a new pair of heels curled my hair it was so fun it was like there was a dance there was a magician there was a four course meal the food was actually so good it was better than my prom honestly um the DJ looked like the guy from Jesse Bertram but he was such a cool DJ because every time I requested a song he would actually play it like a few seconds after which is really rare and the music was bopping we were getting taylor swift we were getting one direction we were getting all your good throwbacks and then the the magician that was the only part of the gala where it was a little bit like mm, i don't think i got my money's worth there because he did one of those things where he brings a group up on stage and then quote-unquote hypnotizes them but you know it's not really hypnotizing them but me and my friend Catherine, we took so many pictures and we were literally um, in the bathroom for a lot of it. I feel like all the girls, they know that's the spot to get photos. We would go to the bathroom and we would make TikToks, take a bunch of pictures. It was just such a fun night. Literally, we were there from 7 to 1 a.m. So we stayed till the very, very end. But I had such a fun time just like dancing the night away. And I realized that when I'm with my friends and I'm dancing, <laughs> if it's a combination, that's when I feel the most alive. So it was a very, very full night. Um, and then literally the next day, I went pottery painting with my friend Alvina. So we paid like 30 bucks for these mugs, but it's okay. It was for the bonding experience. And I made a cute little mug with like flowers on them. And then she painted them with cherries on it. It was both of our first times doing that. So that was really cool too. And then aside from that, um, my recital is coming up in less than two weeks, very, very soon. And I've been part of my school's recital for about a year now so I do it kind of every semester but this is a first time where I don't feel prepared in any of my dances I'm going to be performing three separate dances usually I just do one but I'm going to be doing a jazz one a salsa one and then I don't know what the last one is the last one's just going to be like a dance for all the graduating people to come together and do and we haven't rehearsed anything for that <laughs> so I'm a little bit just a tiny little bit stressed about how that's going to go 
but I am still excited for both my jazz and salsa. I get to we do like partner work in my salsa one, obviously, because it's salsa. But in that one, I get to spin, and then my partner dips me, and I'm wearing heels for that. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm just so excited. I love performing, and it's been a while since I got to do that. And I love the feeling of like when you finish performing and the audience claps for you, and you're just standing on stage. I feel so alive in those moments, and so I can't wait to get that back again. So I'll let you guys know how the recital goes once it actually happens. Um, but then aside from that, probably the biggest update of all, if you guys are curious, my newest obsession is The Last of Us. If you're not watching it and you've never heard of it, what are you doing? You're living under a rock. But my newest celebrity crush is Pedro Pascal. Duh, I feel like everybody on the internet is obsessing over Pedro Pascal because he is everything. He is handsome. He is funny. He just seems like such a nice guy. Amazing actor. Watch his interviews, you guys. I have laughed so hard. I love him so much. And I watched The Last of Us. I Well, if you didn't know, it's based off a video game. I watched the video game gameplay. I didn't play it because I don't have a PS4, but I watched the gameplay way back when it first came out in like 2013 or whatever with my brother. Was obsessed with it then. Um, and then, you know, 10 years goes by and then they announced they're adapting it into HBO series. So I was like, oh my gosh, gotta watch it. And all those feelings of nostalgia just came back to me. Everything that I felt when watching it for the first time, I felt it again. And I've literally watched every single episode twice, which is a lot coming from me because I never rewatch stuff unless I really, really like it. And I cried during a lot of the episodes. And again, that's a lot coming from me. It takes a lot for me to become attached to emotional characters, but... Joel Miller and Ellie Miller, oh, such a duo, you guys. Not joking when I say I would sell my soul to be able to experience that show again for the for the very first time. My whole TikTok drafts, it's like drafts upon drafts of just The Last of Us edits and then Pedro Pascal edits. And my this is not good. It's fueling my obsession even more, but I don't care. I literally have a Pedro Pascal shrine. I'm staring at it right now as I'm talking to you guys. I have a bulletin board. And I printed out my favorite pictures of Pedro. And they're just in a collage together. So I get to, we get to stare at each other when I do work. And I ordered a Pedro Pascal t-shirt. So I'm excited for when that comes from Amazon. And then there's a candle that I want to get that says, this smells like Pedro Pascal. And I don't know if that's accurate, but I want to buy it. But it's like a hundred bucks. So I'm not going to buy it. But I will if the price lowers. But anyways, those are all the life updates I have for you now. Still crazy to me that I'm graduating in like, well, I don't, I don't think I actually have the ceremony until June, but it's crazy to me that I have like two weeks left of this undergrad student life. And then that's the end of an era. It's done. Like what the heck? But anyway, that's a good segue for today's topic, which is tips for university from in parentheses, almost graduate. I have about 16 tips here. All the things that I've collected from my four years and these range from, you know, tips in terms of like academics, but then also making friends and just just things that I wish someone would have told me going into first year. Um, so without further ado, let's jump right into it. If you guys are curious about my Starbucks order, by the way, I'm currently drinking a venti iced matcha with five pumps of strawberry syrup and that is a game changer so if you hear um me slurping and some ice shaking that'll serve as some nice background asmr but yeah i'm drinking starbucks 
went on a Starbucks run today. Anyways, all right, let's jump into tip number one, which is, this isn't really a tip, it's more of a warning. The transition, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God, my cough is coming back. The transition from high school will be rough, but it gets better. Moral of the story, it gets better. So again, this is something I wish someone else told me when I was going into first year because I hated my first year. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. And I've talked about this a lot on my other episodes related to college tips, but it was really rough for me. I came from uh, grade 12, my high school, you know, I like had a great group of friends and I was so involved and then jumped straight to university where I didn't know anyone and I was suddenly thrust into this huge, huge environment and I was eating lunch alone, I was going to classes alone, would go like the whole day without talking to anyone. It was a huge adjustment and I wasn't used to it. I also wasn't expecting it. And so it was just such a hard time and I didn't, I thought that was going to be like my entire university experience. Granted, little did I know a world pandemic would change everything into my entire second year and then also half of my third year became online, which actually benefited me a lot because of the loneliness of being on campus. I really didn't like being on campus. Um, but, you know, it takes a long time to get used to a new environment and also just being around new people. And the structure is different too, because you're so used to like a nine to five every single day. And all of a sudden, there's some days you only have like one class or there's some days where you have two classes. So when you're thrust out of your routine and suddenly you, you find yourself with this overwhelming amount of freedom, it can be kind of scary. I mean, at first I was like, oh my gosh, yes, so much freedom. I could literally skip class and no one would know. I could do whatever I wanted. And it's nice at first, but trust me, it gets old very, very quickly. And so when you have a lot of free time and you don't know what to do with it, um, you gotta, you gotta find ways to busy yourself, you know, keep yourself sane. But if you guys are about to start university and you're scared, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It probably will be rough, but you just got to hang in there because me, as I'm about to graduate in two weeks, I uh, my life has changed a lot from the past three years. If I could, if my first year self, when I was a little bit, little baby fetus, when I was 19 compared to now 21, if I could jump into the future, look into a mirror ball and see how different my life has become, the new friends I've made, the experiences I've gained, um, I'd be like, wow, okay, yeah, you're right, it does get better, and it, trust me, it does, compared to first year, I love my senior year of university right now, it's, it's a peak, for sure, a huge peak in my overall life, and as much as I kept saying, I'm so, I can't wait to get out of here, I'm ready to start the next chapter, now that it's actually happening, I'm sad about it, it's very bittersweet, I will miss it, so, you know, this sounds cheesy, but it gets better, and also enjoy this time while you're at it. Okay, tip number two. Do not take an 8 a.m. class. It doesn't sound that early because you're probably used to waking up early anyways for high school. I used to wake up at 7.30, which I guess some people would consider late, but 7.30 every single day for high school, and I was fine, but then for some reason, I don't know what they put in the air, but in university, getting up for an 8, 8.30, honestly, anything before noon for me is so hard and it makes it so easy to skip. You will probably skip a lot of classes. I did for sure. But don't take that 8 a.m. class, trust me, because when you wake up and that alarm goes off, you will regret it heavily. All right, number three, plan out your classes ahead of time. So by this, I mean if you already have a set in stone program and a major, even if you're in first year, 
make sure you thoroughly go over and look to see what specific classes you need and how many credits you need in this area, how many credits you need in that area, because you do, what you don't want to happen is you reach fourth year, you're like, oh shit, turns out I actually can't graduate on time because I didn't fulfill this enough, right? You don't want to stay any longer than you have to, unless you want to, then that's your prerogative. But just be a good planner, make sure you have everything set out, especially if you're like double minoring or you have a double major or you have a minor and a major, right? I am a pretty good planner, however... I'm majoring in English and then I'm, I was doing a double minor in French and creative writing, but then last semester turns out that I had to drop my creative writing minor because if I wanted to graduate on time, I wouldn't be able to because there's some that weren't fulfilled. So make sure you have all that organized. Okay, number four, this is more of a social tip, but don't be afraid to talk to people in your class. I know, I know it can be super, super scary. But you have to remember that literally nobody knows anybody. You are all in the same boat. There's nobody who's popular. There's nobody who's unpopular. That doesn't exist anymore. You guys are all on the same playing level field now. So if you see somebody, you're like, oh, they look cool. I lo they look like somebody I'd be friends with. Just talk to them because chances are they want to make a friend too, you know, but they're waiting for somebody to approach them. Every single time that I've had somebody come up to me, and introduce themselves to me I always get super happy and giddy because I'm like oh my gosh yay like a new friend I don't have to do anything right so we're all kind of waiting for that person so rather than waiting for that person why don't you become that person and don't be afraid of rejection all right my next tip goes hand in hand with that which is you will meet so many people you know you will go through the process of introducing yourself to so many people but only a few of them will actually stay in your life. If I could count all the people from first year up until now that I've just like, you know, introduced myself to like, hey, I'm Jenny, I'm, what year are you in? Oh, cool, I live here, I'm, what, what, you know, I'm doing this, whatever. That'd probably be like close to like 50 different people, I'm not even exaggerating. And how many class, how many friends do I actually have total from university? that would be a whopping two, <laughs> okay? So take me as an example, right? You're gonna meet so many people and most of them will probably just become class friends. You know, after that class is over, you are never gonna see them again. And that's totally fine. I used to beat myself, myself up over it because I wanted so desperately to make friends. And you know, I would meet somebody, but as soon as class is over and we finish exams, we don't really talk to each other anymore because you're not... In the same class anymore so it's hard to maintain that connection when the forced proximity no longer exists um but if you just hold out hope you will meet your people and you'll find somebody who you guys just click so well together and you have a connection that you guys want to take it to the next level where you guys will initiate hangouts outside of the classroom you know so then they'll not be just your class friends but they'll be like your friend friends where you guys will hang out together and you'll actually want to get to know each other so you just gotta you know if you haven't found your people yet I would say just hold out hope seriously because I didn't think I would find my people and I did and honestly quality over quantity I only have like two friends that I made that I'm still friends with at least from university but I wouldn't change them for the world so there we go don't be discouraged basically okay Tip number six is to do your readings. <laughs> I thought I could get away with not doing my readings in first year, and that came to quit to bite me in the butt very, very quickly. 
for first year especially I mean it, it depends on what your program is but mine specifically a lot of my exams were based off the readings and they will be like very nitty-gritty details like a little fact or a statistic that you think doesn't matter but then boom it's on your exam in the format of a multiple choice and you're like well great I wish I did my readings um, and I know like doing your readings takes so long and it's so time consuming and it is but if you can find like a quick summary of a journal article or like a book on Sparknotes or Wikipedia or whatever this will save time trust me I know your profs will be like guys you actually have to read the book don't just search up a summary because you're gonna be missing details and stuff no like lit charts and sparks notes schmoop even those have always been my go-to of, of like and they give you like good analysis as well and like different quotes that you can pull save so much time because listen you guys i'm an english major major okay if i actually read every single book that was on my syllabus i would never see the light of day so i just don't do <laughs> i'm kidding um some books i can get away with not reading if I'm being honest, I probably have read only like a quarter of the books that I was supposed to. But I just skim or I find summaries and I still get good grades. So, you know, work smarter, not harder. Okay, drumroll please for tip number seven. If the class counts for participation, do not skip it. Otherwise, skipping classes is okay. <laughs> probably shouldn't tell you guys that. Um, like I said earlier, I've skipped a lot of classes, which is probably isn't good. As we know, tuition is very expensive. I saw a TikTok that said every time you skip a class, it's probably about 100 bucks coming out of it. And maybe I'm coming from a place of financial privilege when I say this, but I, I, I don't care. There are some classes where you can afford to skip it and you can still get a good mark. Because a lot of the times the profs are just reading off something from a PowerPoint presentation that they're going to put online anyway. So it's like, what's the point of leaving the comfort of your house to go see something that you could just, you know, do when you see it on the laptop? Um, however, if it's like a seminar class, or I guess some of you guys might call it tutorial classes, or just any class where participation matters and you have to actually go and they check attendance and you have to raise your hand and stuff, um, do that because usually participation's worth like 10 or 20 percent a good chunk of your final grade so it can really take a, a dent to your final mark if you miss out on that so those are some easy marks there so participation do not take that lightly all right my next one take advantage of campus events because these are going to be what you remember and what you make out of your four years and when I say campus events, it doesn't have to mean be like just a club, although those are nice too. But like if you see posters around your campus for, you know, maybe an open mic night or like a dance that they're hosting, something cool, maybe like an art show gallery, whatever, um, go to them because they're fun and you're going to remember it and you might meet new people there. It's all part of the experience. Just yesterday, I went to my campus's production of Heather's The Musical and it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. And I got to see live theater for the first time in like five years um but even me like going to the gala or like in the past i've gone to other school dances and i love going to going to watch um hockey games my school sports and stuff like that like it, that's the stuff i remember i don't whatever classes i took and what i actually learned it's very very fuzzy but when i think back to my university experience so far the ones that stand out to me really are like the times that I went out with friends to go eat on campus, um, to go watch hockey games, to go to the school dance, dress up and stuff like that. So take advantage of those. All right. Tip number nine. 
Do not buy textbooks. Don't buy the physical copies of textbooks because you probably won't need them, but mainly because you can find online versions for free. When I was in first year, um, I wanted to be super prepared. So when I got the syllabus, I bought every single book on there. And it was like a total of minimum $200. A lot of it I did not even crack open once. And the ones that I did have to read, um, it was for nothing because I, I never used them again, right? And so it's not worth that money. Save as much money as you can. College is expensive enough already. Try to try to find the free ones. You might have to do a little bit of digging, but they, they might be there. Um, bonus points. I love the classes where like the readings you have to do are like books that everybody's heard of before so if you can find a free copy from the library that's even better too because i'm an english major we will get the common books that you can find in a, at a bookstore for cheap or like at a thrift store or at a library you know like shakespeare handmaid's tale 1984 george orwell so i've gotten pretty lucky with those um but a lot of times i won't even read it i'll just find a summary on spark notes okay number 10 i'm gonna take a matcha break for a second ah, asmr okay this one is, it is okay to sit alone. Everybody does it. It's crazy to me because uh, now I will, I have nothing against sitting alone. I actually love it. I love eating lunch alone because then I can just put my AirPods in and listen to a podcast or watch a video or whatever. But in first year, I was like super, super self-conscious about it. I felt like everybody was watching me. Like, oh my gosh, I look like a loser sitting here by myself. Or it would just feel lonely. But as I've practiced it over and over again, practice is a weird term to use, but you know, as I've done it more and more, I became more comfortable in my solitude and I actually enjoy it now. And again, it's it's a huge transition because in high school, you know, you're used to sitting with people, but in university, uh, even if you do have friends, you're not guaranteed to have the same gaps. And so you probably will be alone a lot of the time um, between those free periods, between classes and stuff. And that's okay. That's fine. If you look around you, literally everybody else is sitting by themselves too. So do with that what you will. All right, number 11. It is okay to switch majors or minors in whatever year you are. It is never too late. I know a lot of people who are in programs that they don't even like. Um, but then halfway through, they'll be like, wait a minute, I think I actually want to give this a try. And they go for it. And sure, they might have to stay back another year or two, but that's way better than finishing out your four-year degree and then realizing after you've already obtained your degree, shit, I actually hate what I'm studying. Then having to go back and do the four-year process again, right? Like if you're in the middle of it and you're like, oh no, I'm already a few years into it, do it now, right? It's never too late because what's going to happen is if you wait longer, well, then that time is just going to stretch on and on. And... My next tip for that also goes hand in hand, but don't pick what you want to study based off of financial decisions. So if you are really passionate about, let's say, gender studies or English, maybe, I don't know, something that's like stupid because you can't get a job with it, you know, don't make your decision based off that. If you're passionate about a subject, don't care what anybody else thinks. Don't let your parents tell you otherwise. Don't let society tell you otherwise. Don't let your friends tell you it's stupid. You do it for you, right? Because by the end of the day, if you are studying day in, day out, four years straight on a subject, it might as well be something you actually are passionate about and you actually want to learn about, right? To me, it's just as much 
if anything, it's more of a waste of money and waste of your time studying something that you hate, you absolutely hate, just because it'll secure you a better job in the future, right? And I hear this time and time again, you know, with the arts, there's a lot of programs in the arts that get a bad rep, mine especially. As soon as I tell people I'm an English major, I get a lot of shit for it. They're like, what are you going to do with that? And then as soon as I say teacher, that's when they're like, oh, okay, so it seems you do have a plan. But there's a lot of, you know, like I've had people in the past who would outright say like, I don't get, why are they studying like philosophy or creative writing or whatever? Like you you can't do anything with it. Like who cares? You know, even if it is harder to find a job with it, if it interests you and you like it, then why not? Right. And that's, this is kind of pessimistic for me to say this, but most of us aren't even going to end up getting a job related to our degree anyway. Like, because everybody's going to university and everybody's furthering their education, there's lots of people with masters and PhDs now who can't find a job. It's eventually going to become useless. That kind of, that sounds so bad. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm just kind of being realistic, right? Like uh, you see a lot of people who have degrees in marketing, economics, whatever, and they end up pulling a 180 and doing something completely different to it or something that doesn't even require that level of education anyway and so if you're going to spend all that money and time doing something you have to really be present in the moment and think okay well I'm going to be studying it now so it might as well be something that I actually love and go for it I love when I hear people um, studying something like theater or you know something very niche that gets a bad rep because I'm like yes you do you like don't care what people think if it makes you happy I think that's the best investment there is emotional investment over financial ones okay my tip number 13 oh we're already almost nearing the end here okay but this is don't be afraid to ask your professors or your tas for help they're there to help you and they're also not as scary as they seem um if you if they have office hours i would highly recommend going to them because a lot of times if you get a really chill ta sometimes they'll just straight up tell you the answer or if you have to like write an essay or something and you want to work around a thesis with them they will help you and I know for participation, for classes that count with participation, a lot of the professors will see who visits their office hours, and then those will be the students that get better marks on participation, so do with that what you will. Okay, number 14, burnout is inevitable. The workload in university is (laughs) drastically different than high school. There's always something to be on top of. There's always something to study for, a new project to hand in. You don't really get a break. And if you're not doing a project, you got to catch up on readings and, you know, so burnout is inevitable. So my tip is just make sure you really take care of your physical and mental health. You know, take a break from the screen. Make sure you go on a walk, move your body, eat right, get lots of sleep. I'm kind of a hypocrite because I eat like shit and I don't really exercise (laughs) as much as I should. But basically just take care of yourself. Don't study too hard, guys. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm nearing the end of it already, but my second last tip, if you're a commuter student like me and you have to pack your lunch and stuff, do it the night before and also pack a lunch in general. You don't want to buy food every single day because it's a waste of money, um, but packing your, your lunch the night before, it'll save you a lot of time so you're not rushing to go get it done in the morning. Okay, and then we're on to tip number 16. Uh, This one's kind of silly, but don't hold high expectations for meeting your future lover here. If you think you're going to meet your future boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you're probably not. (laughs) 
It's hard enough making friends, let alone somebody who you see yourself spending the rest of your life with. Again, call me a pessimist, whatever. It, it probably won't happen. I remember when I was a kid, I genuinely thought I would meet my boyfriend in university. And I mean, I have two more weeks for me to debunk that. Maybe that could happen, but I highly doubt it. Um, but <laughs> you probably won't meet them here. I know there are people who have gotten really lucky and have. But just maybe maybe t dim down your expectations when it comes to that. Anyways, those are all the tips that I could think of. Hopefully it helped you guys out. Um, if you're entering university, I wish you the best of luck. Don't, don't overthink it too much. Just enjoy your time because, you know, those four years really do fly by. And people say it's the best four years of your life. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I, I don't think it was, like, the best four years of my life. Um, I, first and second year, definitely not. Third and fourth year, though, they were very memorable. Uh, so I am grateful for that time that I have now. And, and if you guys are graduating like me, then I wish you the best of luck in your future. Cherish this time, you know, just really soak it all in because it's you're not going to be a student anymore, you know? And as much as we complain about it because it's stressful and you have a lot of work, I, I just know you're going to miss it because after this, what's going to happen? We're all going to go and venture out into the real adult world and we're going to wish wish upon a bottle that we could go back to this time so enjoy it and and be proud of yourself you made it you graduated guys we made it like all that hard work paid off you now have a piece of paper to declare your congratulations um but give yourself a pat on the back because college it ain't easy all right i'll see you guys in the next episode take care of yourself um and yeah bye